0: Hello, 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 and welcome, good people, to the Hardcore Leadership Podcast. You know, I it's been a while um, since we have last broadcast to you, and I hope that you are doing well. You know, hope that you and your family are okay right now during this uh, coronavirus, this uh, uh, global pandemic. I hope that you're okay and I hope that 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 all is well with uh, with you and your family and um, you know I I know it's been a while since we've uh, last talked to each other and and last have uh, had a recording but you know there's a few things the Lord has been dealing with me on and and you know sometimes you know I'll get inspiration to do a a podcast with a guest and, and there are other times like now I'll get inspiration to just do something because I really feel like it's the Lord uh, giving me a message in my heart about um, his people and and for you directly. So, you know, I, I hope that you bear with me. I hope that that, that you find um, that you find solace and, and that this blesses you as much as it blesses me. Uh, but as the title dictates, I want to talk about um, matters of the heart, because, you know, while we are going through this global pandemic and going through this uh, COVID, uh, uh, COVID-19, you know, I really feel as though there are still some areas that God would like to deal with his people in uh, beyond the virus, beyond... Um, you know, this global ep- epidemic, pandemic. There, there's still some things that the Lord um, still has to say to his people, namely in the way of your heart. And and what do you mean by that when you say dealing with you in the way of his heart? I am concerned. um and the Lord has given me this mandate. You know, many of you know that, that, that in 2018, I released a book called Hardcore, H-E-A-R-T-C-O-R-E, Hardcore. And talking about the the effects of leadership and, and being an effective leader starts with a servant's heart. But, you know, in my prayer time and in, in my time with the Lord, I really begin to reflect that, that many people um, are going to unfortunately miss the blessings of God that he has for them because they do not uh, have the right heart towards him or have the right heart towards his people. and And that's a very challenging thing to say. I don't want to come across as judgmental. I don't want to come across as as though one who has has mastered this thing. But I am concerned for you that that while you're going through this time of difficulty, or this time of great blessing, that you do not lose heart for God. And for what God has called you to do. And for what God has in store for you, and it seems very odd because you say, you know, uh, how how is that possible? I'm, I'm I am depending on God like never before because of this pandemic. I'm depending on God like never before because of the things I'm facing. But the, but the reality is, it's not just depending on on God because in in some cases, you know, we're really in, in all cases, you 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 don't have you don't have a choice but to depend on God. But it's about not God's heart, it's about the, your heart and ensuring that God can entrust in your heart towards Him, towards His people and towards His mission. And so while you're going through a great moment of of, of triumph. Maybe you're, you're, you're in the predicament to where many business deals are closing. And, and, and so you have a lot of great things happening in your life in the midst of this chaos. God wants to ensure that your heart is still towards him and for him. On the other hand, you could be going through this situation right now and, and, and people are turning their backs on you. And people are walking away from you and, and things are going awry and astray. And so, you know, it could be to where, you know, you're wondering, where is God? So, so it's about making sure and ensuring that your heart is still for him in the time of trouble. And I wanna to talk to you about the matters of the heart because as you continue to go through life And continue to go through the things that life has to offer you. I want to make sure your heart is right. I want to make sure that that God can trust your heart. I want to make sure that, that when God brings people in your life or takes people out of your life, that the reality is your heart is always towards him. That's very easy to say. It's easy to say because it sounds good to say. And it sounds admirable to say my heart is towards God, but I want to make sure that in those, in those lonely nights and in those, those nights where, where you feel as though, you know, nobody is with you, nobody is for you that that you don't lose sight of God and that your heart is for him. And that that you realize that that whoever comes or whoever goes, that, that God has got your back and God is for you and God is with you and God has never left you. And God is right beside you. God is all around you and that you know what the Bible says, what, what Scripture says, that man looks on the outward, but God looks on the inward, and God looks at the heart. He looks at your heart. And so sometimes God would allow you, I'm not going to say God sends the trouble, but he will allow the trouble so that he can assure, ensure that your heart is always for him. You say, why would God send me through some stuff? to test my heart. James said, think it not strange when these fiery trials come upon you to try you. God is saying, I don't think it's strange that I will allow some things to come upon you because I, I cannot test your authenticity save I test your heart. And so sometimes God will allow things into your heart, uh, close to your heart to try you. And so that he can say that like Job, you can try him, but at the end of the day, I know he's going to be for me. And so I don't want you to ever get it misunderstood that God is for you. That the Lord is for you. He's for you. He's always been for you. When Satan went about to Job. Uh, he went before the Lord in Job. And he said where you been? He said. Um, Satan said I, I've been going to and fro. Walking it up and down. And the Lord said have you considered my servant Job. There is none like him on earth, a perfect man and upright man, one that fears God and, and let's just say hate evil. Sometimes I can't get all these biblical words. I'm not going to front and act like I, I do. Satan answered and said to him, Do Job fear God for not? Hast thou not made a hedge around him? And about his house, and about all things on every side, that thou hast blessed the works of his hands, and the substance is increased in the land. But put forth thine hand now, and touch all that he hath, and he will curse thee to thy face. And the Lord said unto Satan, Behold, all that he hath is in thy power. Only upon himself put not forth him his hand, thine hand. So Satan went forth from the presence of the Lord. And there was a day when his sons and daughters were eating and drinking wine in the hell, and in his elder brother's house. And there came a messenger unto Job and said, The oxen were plowing, the asses feeding beside them, and saving fell upon them. And took them away. Yea, they have slain the servants with the edge of the sword, and I only am escaped alone to thee. And he was yet speaking. And there came another and said, The fire of God has fallen from heaven, and the heart burneth unto the sheep and to the servants, and consume them and i only am escaped alone to tell thee let's jump down and read in job one i'm going to go to 20 then job arose rent his mantle and shaved his head and fell upon the ground and worshipped and he said naked came i into the well, came i from my mother's womb and naked I shall return. The Lord gave and the Lord hath taken away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. And all this Job sin not nor charge God foolishly. And as you know, the scripture Job received double for everything he had lost. It's all about God trusting Job's heart. Can I trust your heart when I take things away? Can I trust your heart when I crush it? Can I trust your heart when I take things that you knew were stable? Can I trust your heart when I take uh, uh, foundations and situations away when, that, that you absolutely knew were gonna be there forever? Can I trust your heart? Or is it that you only trust me, you only like me, when things are good. It's easy to say God is good when things are going well. It's easy to say that that, that God is good when, when all of your bills are being paid. It's easy to say God is good when everything around you supports that statement. But God is saying, can I trust your heart when I crush it? Can I trust your heart and I take things away you say God it seems so cruel and it seems so wrong that, that you want to test me like this but it's not, it's not that I'm testing you it's not that I'm trying you to, 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 to get you to fail and get you to the edge and say oh okay well I'm going to save you from this but it's all about the matters of your heart <laughs> Shetty I'm sorry excuse me My open, Pentecostal ways takes over sometimes. But it's God speaking and saying that I am going to have some things before you. But I'm going to take some things away from you. And I want to make sure that your heart is in the right place. So that no matter what I bring or no matter what I take or no matter what I put before you, your heart is always for me. I can take you to the highest of heights. I can take you all the way up to the palace and I can bring you all the way down to the slave quarters and you'll forever trust me and your heart will be for me. My brothers, my sisters, I want you to know that God is for you. I want you to know that there's never a time that God is not thinking about you. The Bible says it it is the Father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. It is his good pleasure to give you the kingdom. But God didn't want to give you the kingdom if you're more worried about the things versus worried about him. God didn't want to bless you with the things of the kingdom and you are no longer concerned about him. The same token, God didn't want to take things away from you. And you're more worried about those things you've taken away versus the God who gave them, gave them to you in the first place. It's all about your heart. It's all about ensuring that whether you're up high or up low, that your heart has never forgotten God. That your heart is always towards him. That he can always get a song out of you. That he can always get you in a moment. He can pull you out. You can be in a busy crowd, and you can you can be in a crowd where where it's all of the, the business dealings that you you every, everybody in business who you've ever wanted to deal with. And there's a moment he says, "I need to see you in the bathroom," and you walk away to that bathroom, and you have a moment, and you slip away with him. Or versus, he can put you in the worst worst situation you've ever been in, and you can say. I trust you and I see you and I love you regardless of how I personally feel. Can God trust your heart? It's all about the matters of the heart. It's all about can God trust your heart to never, never, never turn away from him. You say, but you've made my heart. You know my heart. So you can simply put the put the love for you in my heart, but I don't want to do that. I don't want to make you robots. I want to make you true lovers of me. I want to ensure that I can put you in hell's fire and you trust me and love me just as much as if I put you on a mountaintop. I love you. I care about you. I am for you. There's never been a day where I don't think about you. But I wanna make sure that you never forget about me. My brothers and sisters, Ghana is telling you that regardless of what comes into this world, your heart is always towards him. Your heart is for him. Your heart is seeking him. When he got ready to find David, he said, I have found a man after my own heart. He said, I found a man who cares about me and cares about my mission just as much as I do. And that's what it's about. Maybe perhaps you don't know the Lord like you like like like, you want to know him. Romans 10, 9 says, if you confess with your mouth and believe in your heart, Jesus Christ came and, and gave his life and, and shed his blood, that you can't be saved. Maybe you don't know the Lord like, like you should. Maybe you let other people talk about God around you. Maybe you've talked about God but deeply in your heart it's one thing to talk about somebody and it's another thing to know them. I want to invite you to into this moment to, to repent of your sins and ask Jesus Christ into your heart. Ask him into your heart and to, and to repent of your sins and to ask God to save you. Nothing about you Has ever surprised God. Nothing about you. There's nothing about you. There's no thing, no thing that has ever surprised God about you. I don't care what you've done. I don't care who you've done it with. I don't care where you've done it. Nothing about you has ever surprised God. I don't care who you've done it with. Nothing, 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 nothing about you, about your situation, about your upbringing, nothing about you has ever surprised God. Uh, Nothing about you has ever taken God aback. Nothing about you has ever taken, taken God by surprise. There is nothing about you that God is going to look at you and say, oh, I didn't realize that she was like this. Oh, I didn't realize she came from this background. I didn't realize he had done this. I didn't realize he had done that. Nothing, nothing, nothing about you will ever surprise God. I know this is a bit unorthodox. I know it's a bit not the norm, and I know it's a bit um, uncouth and and sometimes it's not that that clean, crisp, pristine uh, podcast that you would hear, uh, but but God wanted me to tell you how much He loves you, how much He cares about you, how much He values you. Values you. Sometimes I can't get those words all the way out, but it's not about me. It's about you understanding that God is for you. He is for you. The good times, the bad times, the evil times, the the worst of times, the best of times. God is for you. He's for you. You don't feel like it, God is for you. You feel like it, God is for you. You feel up, God is for you. You feel down, God is for you. You just lost someone, God is for you. Somebody just walked out of your life, God is for you. Someone new just came in your life, God is for you. You just signed a major contract, God is for you. You just lost a major contract, God is for you. He's for you. There's nothing about you that has surprised God. There's nothing about you that is taking God by storm nothing about you that is taking God by surprise he's for you he loves you i wish you can see how much god loves you god loves you so much that he would say i don't care what you're doing right now i disrupted what you were doing and i have brought this message to you And I want to tell you that I love you. I'm for you. I'm with you. In the good times, the bad times, I am for you. I never want you to lose your heart for me because I'm for you. Never get so high that you realize that I am not with you. and Never get so low that you realize that I am right there beside you. I'm for you. Coronavirus is coming to this earth, and and I understand it's very serious. It's very, very serious, and you should take it seriously. You should wear your mask, use a sanitizer, take vitamins, wear your PPE, all of that, but never lose sight that I am in control. It's never been anything that has surprised God before you. I love you. you're my son you're my daughter. you're my daughter I love you. before I formed you in the belly Jeremiah 1 and eighteen I knew you. I ordained you and I sanctified you before I put you In your granddaddy's. Before I put you in your granddaddy's. Area. For lack of a better term. Before your granddaddy knew your grandmama. Your great grandmama knew your great granddaddy. Your great uncle and your your great aunt. Before all of those people knew each other. Before your mama knew your daddy. I knew you. I knew you I ordained you for this moment. I sanctified you for this moment. That means I <clears throat> it means I set you apart for this moment. I knew you would be here. I knew the COVID-19 and coronavirus I knew all of that would come. I knew all of that would come. There is nothing about this world That has surprised me because I am God. There is nothing about you that surprised me because I am God and I loved you. With an everlasting love. I was getting ready to go to bed. It's late when I'm posting this, when I'm recording this. I try to do things more uh, pristine and, and crisp. More like a reporter, more like a, a, a journalist, more like a radio broadcaster. But the Lord said, don't do none of that. I don't care about none of that. I want you to get this out and tell my people how much I love them. It's about me telling you how much God loves you. How much he's there for you. I don't feel them. It's not always about a feeling. It's about a knowing. Oh, glory to God. Hallelujah. You don't always have to feel them. See, this society says that if you don't feel it, if you don't see it, it's not real. But I'm telling you, the very fact that you are listening to this message right now is an indicator that God is with you, that God is for you. Had he not been for you, had he not been with you, you wouldn't be listening to this message right now. I don't care what time of night it is. I don't care what time of day it is. You could be listening to me right now on the beaches of Greece. I don't care what time of day it is you hear me. God is for you. And he wanted you to, to listen to this message at this pristine, uh, pristine time so that you can get this message that he is for you. He loves you. He cares about you. And he is with you right there. Right there. Right there. Right there. Ghana, West Africa. Right there. Lagos, Nigeria. Right there. Sunny California. Right there. South Florida. Right there. Phoenix, Arizona, right there. The heart of Texas, right there. New York, right there. D.C., right there. Maybe you're in some remote part of the country, part of the world, that nobody even can really pronounce the name. I can't even, I'm not going to act like I know how to pronounce the name of the country you're in right now. Maybe you're suffering in the military. It doesn't matter where you're at. God is right there with you. I'm going to pray for you. Father, I pray for my brother and my sister who may be listening to this message right now. I pray for their strength. I pray, God, that you would fill them with your spirit. I pray, God, that you would touch them. I pray, God, that you would hold them in your arms. I pray, that, God, that you would give them comfort. I pray, God, you will give them peace. I pray, God, that, that, that through this, this fumbling of my words, God, that they would feel the impact of what I'm saying, God, that it's not about me, it's about you, God. And I pray for your spirit, wherever they may be, God, that you would touch them now. He touched them now in the name of Jesus. Touch. Touch them now. I send your glory through the airway, and I send your glory right now through every hearer of this message. Touch. He shot a double shot. Touch now, God. Touch them now in the name of Jesus. Touch them wherever they may be dealing with the worst. Touch them now, God. Touch them now, God. The highs and lows of life, touch them now. Bless them. Strengthen them, God. I pray for that person who have just given that life to you, God. I pray that life would never be the same again, ever Never the same again, God. I pray that you will fill them up with your spirit, God. Touch them, God, in a supernatural way, God. Let your spirit envelop them, God. Let your spirit overtake them, God. Right now, in the name of Jesus, God. If they're listening to me in the daytime, God, let this message run throughout their spirit throughout the day, God. Give them a new boldness, a new excitement. If they're listening to me at night, I'm sorry. But let them not be able to get any sleep because they're so excited about what you're saying to them, God, in the night, God. Fill them up, God. Fill them up, God. Fill them up. Fill them up and touch them, God. In the name of Jesus, I praise you. I love you. I give you glory. I give you the honor in the name of your son, Jesus. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. I give you the glory and the honor in the name of Jesus in the name that is above every name. I rebuke every sickness every disease that is hindering your people, God. I rebuke mental illness, God. I I rebuke emotional illness, God. I rebuke every physical ailment, God. Matters of the heart, God. I rebuke every heart ailment, God. Every stomach ailment, God. Every intestinal ailment, God. Everything with the ligaments, God. I rebuke it in the name of Jesus. Migraine headaches, God. Backaches, God. I rebuke it in the name of Jesus. Problem with their children's Problem with their spouses, God. I rebuke it now in the name of Jesus. I thank you, Lord, that you're going to do a new thing in your people right now in Jesus' name. Amen. My brothers, my sisters, I'm praying for you. I love you i pray god's blessing upon you in the name of christ jesus christ of nazareth god bless you until we talk again amen